Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Episode number 93, All You Need to Know. Two people talking about a subject. Yeah! Who are those two people? Well, my name is Quinn Eaton. And I am DJ Pitt. And this is All You Need to Know. So if you... If, well, what was that? Just that you're excited. Yeah. Okay. I'm pumped. If you... I've had about eight and a half cups of coffee today. Perfect. And that'll be f- fantastic for this topic oh. because oh. we're going to have a lot to get through. Yeah. Um, and just to give anyone that tuned into this podcast and meant to tune into something else, this is All You Need to Know, AY and 2K. Yeah. So if you were trying to listen to, I don't know, maybe Pardon My Take or uh, any kind of true crime podcast that's out there, which those are phenomenal, yeah. uh, both DJ and I. Uh, find ourselves just immersed in true crime podcasts right. uh, probably five to five to six days a week. Yeah. Um, we just sit there. Uh, we sip on coffee or, or possibly a glass of wine, uh, which uh-huh. you can. I cannot still because uh, right. I'm not of age. But we love true crime podcasts, and maybe we should do a true crime podcast we at could. some point. Yeah, I mean, I've been taking notes, so I know how to do it. Well, I'm I'm saying like we don't commit a crime, but maybe we talk about like a crime, or maybe we oh. write our own crime story. That's okay. that's a, that's a possibility in the future. All right. Um, we write a lot of our own stuff. Um, do we write and script out our episodes? No. No, we don't. We, but we we might should we? Well, I don't think so. I think that the the spontaneous uh, part of our of, yeah. of the way that we do things mm-hmm. is what the audience likes, what the fans tune into every single week. They wanna they wanna hear us talk. And ramble about stuff. I think is right. what they like to. Oh, well, and that's why to. we we started this podcast. Exactly right. Um, but we do. We occasionally write stuff. Um, and like we write parodies. That's something oh, that we're pretty well I love known the for. Parodies. We haven't done one in a while, we and should, I'm sure. We should do another. And I think they're very popular, and the audience always popular. really popular. Excuse okay. me. All right. Uh, and the audience really likes to uh, kind of indulge themselves in the parodies that we release. We've we've released some very well put together parodies i would have to say they're they're a real good time we have a whole lot of fun doing them mm-hmm. um it always usually takes me around oh yeah four to six hundred takes i'll i'll nail mine maybe the first two or three yeah. if i have a part and yeah. then you do take a quite a lo- quite a bit longer than i do well and that's perfectly fine because I'm a perfectionist. it's just and it's about getting the rhythm and all that stuff and yeah. it's kind of like the podcast because we have a rhythm that we have to find and right. get into uh, and we've talked about multiple times. People think that we just get up here and we cover the the topic, mm-hmm. uh, and the first time that we record it's the one that we use. That no, would we, be amazing. No, I would love that. Yeah. We sit here and we go through it probably I would say eight or nine times. Yeah. And then our you know Curtis helps us out, but for the most part we put the headphones on, we listen right. to each episode, and we decide which one is the best. These, I mean, I, that's what people don't understand yeah. is how much trouble we go through each week. These are these are long nights. Very long nights. Yeah, we, I mean we we've worked on one episode for around. 35 to 36 hours at one point yes and it's, it was rough and it is absolutely excruciating but yeah. we have to make sure that we put out the best product because yeah. we have a lot of brand promotion and we have a lot of brand integrity exactly uh, so that that's why we do that and that's why we try to nail it every single time and today we've got a topic that we're gonna try to nail uh, but, you know, it might be a little tough to get the hammer right on the head of the nail, don't you think? Right. You might hit your thumb. Might We might hit our thumb a little bit today. Yeah. But we're going to do our very best, I think. And that's all That's all we can do because that's what we do every single week. Now, DJ, what do we do every single week for someone that's tuning in, episode 93, and they're uh, they're unsure of how this podcast works? And well, if you need any help, just throw me a bone. Well, what, what, uh, what we like to do is take the topic, all right? And you can compare that topic to, to say, maybe a math problem. 
which wow. I hate math. I do too. Math. Okay. But anyways, you take this problem, and uh, you work it out, man. You, mm -hmm. you you show your work, you do it, and you put the numbers here and there, That's and you right. add and you subtract and multiply and divide, and you do all this. Well, we do about ninety five percent of that work, uh -huh. and then we allow the last four or five percent that gets you to the result and the answer, and uh, we let the audience do that last four or five percent. So we don't complete our work, is what, but, but Never. We, we pretty much do. Well, and we show all the work and we basically lay it out for the person that's going to come in and finish it off. Well, it's, it's like it's what a good teacher does is he pretty well gives you the answer, but you still have to write it right, down. Right, right, yeah. And I had a math teacher in high school that was exactly like that. I'd be taking a test and I would be stuck on a question and yeah. I'd go up and I'd say, uh, oh, how do you, I, I'm stuck here. Because uh, I need to divide this, right? And then uh -huh. multiply it by this. And he would just say, oh, the answer is 42. And yeah. I'd say, all right, fantastic. Okay. And then i just circle it and go back to my desk. But we don't do that. We, well, we kind of do. We, yeah. we we are close to whatever you want it to be. And, yeah. and that's, the, that's the beautiful part about the podcast. Right. And I think we should go ahead and jump into today's topic Absolutely. if you're feeling it. Are you feeling it? Oh, I'm feeling it. All right. Well, this is episode number 93. And today we are talking about streaming services. Absolutely exhilarating. Oh. I'm sure that uh, people that are tuning in, they are choosing to listen to this rather than uh, kind of, you know, implore their time with a streaming service. Right. They could easily be catching up on their favorite show or, or checking out the hottest new thing that's out yep. and social media is going crazy about it. Uh, but they're not. They're listening to this podcast. And so we, in turn, have to create and produce a product that's going to be equivalent or better than what they are what they would be doing if exactly. they were watching a streaming service exactly. so how do you think we go about doing that because i have no earthly idea me either okay let's start with just maybe the history of it huh okay okay so streaming services as we know it okay right. and we're going to get to the specific streaming services in a, in a little bit but we're going to cover a little bit of a history first they were established in 2007 2008 mm -hmm. uh, and it changed how people view television forever. Two thousand eight okay? was a great year. Yeah, well, and we've done a podcast over the year two thousand eight. Right, uh, and it was and it was a phenomenal episode. If you, I don't know which episode it was, but go back and and try to listen to that year two thousand eight. Uh, maybe right now, if you wanted to, and yeah. then you could come back to this one. Um, but and and I hope you're okay, because uh, but the only thing that you need for the podcast is your voice, so you could close your eyes and talk, and right. you can still. Uh, be here. That yeah. You wouldn't feel weird about no, that? Well, as long as you were talking, then I wouldn't feel weird. All right, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Well, what I'm saying here is that in 2007, 2008, like before then, you were either tuning in every single time that your TV show was on, mm -hmm. or you were maybe TiVoing it, maybe recording it. Now, that was, it went from TV, right, mm -hmm. to recording or TiVo, yep. and then streaming services. Would you would you say that that's correct? Yeah. Like, but like recording and TiVo was right in between uh, right. regular TV and streaming services. One thing that was weird, too, is like... So, Netflix is probably the most popular streaming right. service. Right, Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, but what was weird is like... People forget a lot of times, Netflix started as... Like, you ordered that you movie ordered or DVD, DVD. Yeah. And they shipped it to you. And the name just kind of worked, didn't it? Isn't that, I isn't don't that know interesting? why. Why like, does that... 
Netflix originally was you got on there and you picked out a movie and they shipped it to you in the mail. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it still is internet uh, flicks or movies, internet movies. And so that made sense. And ah. then they changed it. They changed their whole business perspective to more of a streaming service. Well, and here they are, and Netflix is almost a better name for that than it was originally. And I think were, it's just phenomenal. They were losing a killing in shipping. Yes, yes, I mean, exactly. so they had to do something. And fun fact, Blockbuster uh-huh. had the opportunity to buy Netflix at one point. No And kidding. they opted to not do that. Wow. Hindsight, Blockbuster would definitely try to... Could you imagine if it was like, oh, hey... Um, blockbuster and chill, like could you imagine? No, that, way, that doesn't that doesn't go. You know what that reminds me of? And I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and give my buddy Grant Hackney uh, credit for this. And okay, he gave Mike Rowe uh, credit for this. The Mike Rowe's the guy from Dirty Jobs, right? Dirty uh, Jobs. He's really yes. good friends with with Mike Rowe. Uh, he told wow. me he is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like best friend, and they they talk all the time. I had no idea. Anyways, uh, Grant just told me the other day that the guy who got. Uh, What's the lingerie service together? Uh, not service. Oh, uh, I'm not sure. Victoria's but Secret. I'm, oh, okay. okay. I was he, interested. He, he invented or, or he brought up Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. And then he sold Victoria's Secret for a million dollars. And within like two years, it became a billion dollar company. Yikes. Okay. And then he killed himself. Oh. Well, not a great ending to the story, <laughs> but I do see the, the connection between that and Blockbuster. Right. Uh, which Blockbuster is now dead, too. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, the way that there's a, there's a lot of similarities between right. uh, those two stories. A lot of parallels. Yeah, but the thing is, it's now modern day society. How we consume media is through streaming services. Yeah, and you Always. you you brought up Netflix. I said Hulu. There's like there's streaming services where oh I want it now. You go to it and you can watch it. Yeah. Back in the day, you used to have to get the newspaper or the TV guide mm-hmm. and say, oh, okay, it looks like uh, the Andy Griffith show is coming on at seven o'clock. So I'll have to make sure to get home to watch that. Right. And then you might have to catch a rerun at some point. Mm-hmm. That's how you had to watch television. TV controlled you, and now the consumer controls TV. Right. It's a, it's a 180 whenever, from what it originally was, and it's extremely interesting. And I can't imagine – I mean, we, we grew up in an, in, a, in an era where we got a little bit of both. Right. Because right? you're 21, I'm 20 at, mm-hmm. at the moment uh, when this podcast is being produced – and we grew up where, okay, yeah, we, we did have to originally maybe watch TV whenever it came out. Yeah. You would gather around with some friends or family whenever the new episode of Survivor came out. Yeah. But now, uh, you know, if your family has other things to do, you just say, hey, well, Survivor's on this streaming service, so we'll all get together and watch it after it comes out. Right. It's just, it changed how modern day, the digital age, it, it really did. Right bring in the digital age and obviously it has its major benefits i mean it's good and we're finding new ways to use technology to our benefit and it's it's great do you think though that it's making our society uh increasingly impatient well yeah i think a lot of things are contributing to that we we definitely live in an everything now society i think right. is the best way to to put it is that everyone wants everything right now yeah um there's not a lot of patience yeah. Uh, but that's just uh, you know a construct of what we've done, how right. how we've grown up, and the things that we live with. Right. Uh, so just, streaming services definitely contribute to that. And I just like I don't think that JG Wentworth is sending the right message. Mm-mm. I mean, I want it's my money. I want it now. Right. Well, let's chill, man. Why, JG, why don't you wait on your money just yeah. a second? JG Wentworth needs to maybe come up with some exercises to test his patience. Right. Uh, you know, possibly. 
Uh, people talk about how golf is a good uh, game to teach patience. It's also oh, a that's good, that's inf- incorrect. Also a good game to teach curse words and, mm-hmm. and anger management. Right. Maybe not anger management, but just anger in general. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a great point that you bring out, JG Wentworth, uh, because commercials are non-existent in the yeah. You don't have service. to listen to none of that. Unless there's certain streaming services that do still have commercials, like you know, Hulu offers a package where you, you yeah. don't have any ads, but for the most part, if you just paid for Hulu uh, like a regular regular price, then it would have ads. Right. Uh, but that's another way how streaming services have have changed uh, modern day television is that you can either skip through commercials or not even see them, mm-hmm. and so. In, in other words, companies are having to redesign and refigure how they can advertise right. as far as uh, within TV shows. Because yeah. whenever people were recording TV shows, you just fast forward through it. Now it just takes takes out right. advertisements in general. Well, even like watching the Super Bowl, which most most people are going to want to watch the Super Bowl live. Love, yeah, and love and it. a lot of people will watch the Super Bowl just for the commercials. But yes. I'm sure that there's people out there who don't want to watch commercials, don't care about the commercials, just care about the football. That's right. So can you imagine spending millions or billions of dollars to get a 30 second ad in there and then people are pausing before the commercial break and then fast forwarding through all the commercials to get to the end of it it's a waste of money yeah oh um but that's that's the thing is all these streaming services uh they're working in their prices right and, uh, and then also you know agencies companies are all trying to figure out okay if we're not going to get revenue from uh, advertising on television, which people still advertise on television because yeah. there's still commercials, but I just don't think that the ratings as far as TV matter as much as they did in the past. Mm-hmm. Because you used to, that, and they still do, they they have a Nielsen rating box, which I think is the dumbest thing ever. Like, that's how you decide whether a TV show stays on the air or not, yeah. is based on if someone has a Nielsen box in their home. It's, you know, preposterous, but huh. we're not talking about that. Yeah. I'm just talking about how ratings work, and streaming services have also changed how ratings work. So you can't just say, oh, well, this many people tuned in on television. You have to wait three or four days after to see if those people watched the show that came out that day, uh, maybe two or three days later on a different streaming streaming service, right. if, that, if that's how the show works. Sometimes the show just comes out uh, later, or it comes out every episode right. periodically on the streaming service. But yeah, th- th- that's another thing that we need to get to is binge watching, okay? Mm. Because that was... I love it. It was impossible to do unless right. there was a marathon on television, which mm-hmm. they, people, you know... They would occasionally do. Right. They would occasionally have maybe a Rocky marathon. Yeah. Or they might have, you know, a, a, the Office marathon on Comedy Central or on, something. On Christmas, around Christmas time, they still have the Hallmark movie marathon. That's right. Which and is just a waste of time. Very but much so. they have them. And uh, Halloween also has, you know, like the spooky, spooky season spooky, or something spooky, like that. Spooky, spooky. Yeah, spooky, spooky. I'm not sure what it is called. Right. But uh, yeah, marathons are how you used to have to consume things as far as back to back to back. Right. Now, binge watching is a, a regular part of, I would say, uh, not daily life, but I I sit here and, and I'll watch uh, two or three shows a night, possibly. Right. I never, and that's considered binge watching. I, I never think. watch just one episode at a time. It's impossible. No, it's I impossible. Can't. Um, Even if it's stuff that I've seen before. Like Friends, right? Oh, Friends I've seen about approximately six times all the way through. Which is another beautiful part is streaming is allowing you know later generations to catch up and binge those those you know tv shows from past past eras like right. like friends and even the office was a little bit before our time uh-huh. uh and now it's a modern day uh you know basically it's it's a it's a marvel i mean people love the office right and it's almost like it got rejuvenated because it was mm. out on tv and people loved it and then it maybe went away for just a second but then streaming service come along and then our uh you know 
age people, our demographic comes through, right. and we start to watch that, and it's just changing how uh, TV is consumed. And I think that's why new TV shows are hurting so bad uh-huh. because people would prefer to watch older ones on their Netflixes well, and, and Hulus. It's and what stuff they're like familiar that. with, and a right. lot of times when you, if you can, used to a show would go off, they would have their show finale. Mm-hmm. All right, you don't get to watch that show anymore unless they show reruns here and there. That's right. Now, show ends. You can turn around and watch it again from beginning to end. That's right. If you want to, and so a lot of people just find what they're comfortable with, find what they like, and then sometimes they'll just play it in the background as background noise instead of watching something new. I like finding new stuff, but a lot of times mm, I don't have true. time to go in and search for something new that I think I'm not That's might true. Like. That's true, and it's risky. Yeah. Uh, people are risk averse, right? Well, I don't want to invest my time in something that's not going to be that's worth my while. It's not going to be worth it, exactly. High risk, high re- high reward, right? Yeah. And so exactly. That's the thing is whenever it comes to watching television, it's usually a high risk and a low reward. Right. So that's why people kind of stray away from new shows and they stick to what what they know, like exactly. you said. And binge watching is a lifestyle more than it is an activity. I guess you could say it's both, but I I've probably you know I I don't know how, how many times I binge I sit down and binge, binge watch a year, mm-hmm. but I think binge watching would be what three or more episodes, or would you? I wouldn't maybe two episodes is not binge watching. No 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 yeah I would have to I would say at least three at least three pro- probably four or more episodes. And binge watching is you just get a blanket, you get snacks. You turn the lights off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make sure you don't have anything planned that day, oh, and yeah. you just sit down and you watch a show or movies for a long, yeah. extended period of time. Yeah, you, and it's you, beautiful. Yeah, black out the curtains. Maybe mm-hmm. turn a very low lamp light on. Yes. You get naked. You get under the blanket, and you turn that show on. And that's where you're going to be All right. for the better and half so, of the day. And so you, I, and I agreed with most of those things that you said there. Uh, but you threw in the part where you said you get naked. Now I don't yeah. believe. I don't believe you that don't? that's, you know, maybe agreed on as a whole as oh. far as like everyone's binge watching experience. If that's your binge watching experience, that's fine. I, I prefer... But I thought we were maybe talking in a generality, and I didn't know well, if everyone gets naked. I thought binge that was shows. a common thing. I prefer total nudity uh, when I'm sure getting ready to binge watch my show. Okay, and does that? It's just, it's wholesome. It's it, authentic. Does it, does it contribute to your enjoyment of the binge watching? Oh, it absolutely experience? does. Unless okay. there's a unless it gets a little. Uh, a little cold, um, right? And but we're gonna, that's why we're gonna, I've got yeah, the blanket, and we'll cut it off right there. Yeah. So, whenever we're talking about streaming services, there's there's a clear there's clear front runners in this, right? You've got what we call the big dogs of streaming. Okay. Right. We've got Netflix, you've got Hulu, mm-hmm. and I would consider Amazon Video as a big dog in the, in the streaming uh, market. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the streaming marketplace. Now, Netflix, uh, you know the the classic. Netflix and chill, um, which is just sitting down and watching Netflix and possibly having a, a, a iced beverage. Mm-hmm. That's all that that is. Ne- well, yeah, Netflix is. Uh, uh, it's the OG, it's right? It's the OG. Yeah. yeah, that's the word I was looking for, or, or the uh, acronym that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is the OG, uh, and, and the Netflix and chill is yeah, and um, yeah, it goes well with the nudity that I was talking about. Right. So maybe that's what you were kind of working in, and ma- right. And that gives it a more opportunity for the chilling to happen. Right. Um, but you're going to be more chill if you're not uncomfortable in clothes. Right. And so Netflix is, like we said, it's it's one of the first. I think it came out in 2007. Uh, and it, of course, we already talked about its origin story, but it, now it works on uh, offering TV shows and movies, ad free streaming capability. Mm-hmm. Now, 
it's the first streaming service that I think I had. Or, or maybe you know my family had it, and then I you know I jumped in on it. Yeah. Um. It's it's awesome. It really is. It it offers all kinds of different TV shows, um, and movies, and all of these streaming services that we're talking about today uh, are starting to create their own original content, which is something that hasn't happened, uh, you know, prior to probably maybe 2013. Right. I think I think that House of Cards might have been the first original content posted. Uh, on Netflix, which right. is a fantastic and phenomenal show, mm-hmm. which shows you that you don't have to go through a network television or even cable television to create something for people to see. Streaming services have kind of offered a new platform for sh- for creativity and shows to come out uh, and be and be represented. You know what? I don't care what Kevin Spacey did. He did a damn good job with that show. You should care what Kevin Spacey did, uh, but I will agree with you that he was a phenomenal. Uh, he did a phenomenal job in House of Cards. Right. Um, so we don't condone Kevin Spacey's uh, outside of acting uh, characteristics, but we do right. say that he's a very... Thumbs up on the acting uh, chops for right. Kevin Spacey. Thumbs down on the on the touching little boys. Okay. And, uh, you know, I think we didn't have to just come out and say that, but the well, fact that some we, people might not know. And Curtis is saying... Curtis is shaking his head, so I don't know if that'll make it into the final cut, but we'll continually... Uh, we'll put our heads down... And we'll keep our hands going at it and just move on. Okay? Exactly. So Hulu is another big dog that, w- that we need to talk about, okay? Mm-hmm. Hulu offers different options. You've got the ad-free version, uh, a little bit more expensive. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the ads where you, you pay H- a little bit Hulu less. Hulu has live sports. And now Hulu, of course, has live sports. They have news. They're, Hulu is basically a, a TV right. uh, cable subscription now right. if you want it. It's there. Yeah. Um, and that's we can get into that if we want to. I mean, how streaming services are, are starting to kind of – caused cable subscription satellite tv to almost be obsolete because right. they're they're replacing that yeah uh, which is something i don't think anyone saw coming yeah. but hulu yes has a, a bunch of different options as far as how you can consume it mm-hmm. uh, but i think the standard the standard way would be with ads um you know i pay a little extra uh, and we have the no ads version which is phenomenal right um and i would say that the amount of uh stuff that's on hulu as far as tv shows movies uh, whatever, whatever have you, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot more than Netflix does, and I would say better shows and better movies. Maybe not movies, but Hulu has a lot of great TV shows, whereas right. Netflix, I think, maybe has better movies. Okay, and I think each streaming service kind of hones in and realizes uh, their their niche uh, in the marketplace. Niche. Yeah, well, niche or niche. No, yes. no, no, it's it's niche. Okay, well, it's niche, bitch. Um, Amazon Video is another big dog mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about. And Amazon Video is a little different because it, it requires you to have an Amazon Prime subscription. Right. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Uh, and and it, you can order stuff. If it's not included in Amazon Prime, then you can rent it, you can buy it, and it'll stay right there. What would you say is your favorite out of those three, Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Video? Um, I'm most familiar with Netflix. I'm not willing to pay the extra for the no commercials for Hulu. Right. Uh, now, w- one of my favorite shows that I have watched was on Amazon Prime Video, which was Game of Thrones. Wow. Um, so, I'm, I'm torn there. I would I would have to say Netflix just because that's what I m- use most often. Okay. Yeah, and I think that that's what a lot of people... We'll put it up on the poll. We'll see uh, who, who likes what as far as streaming services. We'll right. put Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Video up there. Um, I would say that right now Hulu is my favorite, but it'll probably go back and forth between Netflix and Hulu. 
Amazon it depends video. on what they put out. Amazon Video is the one that I go to if they don't, if Netflix and Hulu don't have it. You know, mm-hmm. like if I'm searching for a movie, I was the other day. I was looking to uh, watch Leatherheads. Have you ever seen that? Leatherheads. George Clooney. Yeah. John Krasinski. Uh-huh. David uh huh. David Spade. David Spade's not in it. Oh. But uh, Leatherheads is a, is an old timey football movie. It's a movie uh, about football, professional football in the mm-hmm. 1920s. Beautiful George Clooney directed film. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely love it. They didn't have it on Netflix or Hulu. Bam, went to Amazon Video and rented it. Nice. Yep. Was DeVito in that? He's not. Oh. I, I don't. I think you're really getting mixed up with something because okay. uh, neither DeVito or David Spade were even close to being in Leatherheads. Will uh, Smith? No. No. Well, you have to. You have to think, DJ George Clooney, John Krasinski, uh, and then Renee Zellweger. Uh, that takes That's out. That's a funny name. Yeah, it, it takes out a lot of the. You're not going to be able to get Danny DeVito in there too with right. with those those type of actors. Yeah. Those are top tier. I tell you, who would have been good in that movie? Who's that? Tom Hanks. Damn straight. Tom Hanks would have done a phenomenal job. There was actually a, a part in that movie, uh, the football commissioner. Uh, they had to appoint an, uh, a football commissioner uh-huh. because professional football was becoming more legitimate. Right. Tom Hanks would have been an absolutely amazing football commissioner. I'm surprised I didn't get Denzel yeah. Washington for that. Well, um, that's you know, it's, it's up in the air uh-huh. uh, as far as uh, who would have played uh, what in Leatherheads. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about right. streaming right. services. And we got to that because I was saying that Yes, I it what that movie was not on Netflix or Hulu, uh, and Netflix and Hulu have a ton of different things. Uh, so then I went to Amazon Video, and that's where I found it. Boom! Now it's crazy. You we used to be three channels. Uh, you know, back whenever television was first introduced to consumers, there was three channels, and that's all you had the options of. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we have abs- like thousands of different programming yep. as far as TV and then streaming services, mm-hmm. yet we still struggle to find things to watch. Isn't right. that right? And why is that? Is it is it because we have too many choices now? Uh, is it because the, the market is saturated? It's a lot of choices yes. uh, for many indecisive people. Mm-hmm. So I, and I think that that's one thing that has come with all this is having that many choices has created an indecisive uh, society. society. yes. Yeah. And so, now this is another question that I think I'm, that it'll be very interesting to answer here. The golden age of streaming. Mm-hmm. Now, have we already lived in that, or are we moving towards the golden age of streaming? Why don't you go ahead and answer that, and then I'll answer it. Uh, I, I think that we've already had that. We've I, think, already... I think that the golden age is behind us. Right. So, in, in past, present, future, are we currently living in the golden age of streaming? Have we already lived in it? Uh, and then the other option, which you said it's not, uh, are we about to enter the golden age of yeah. streaming? I would have to agree with you and say that we either, we are either in the golden age of streaming right now or mm-hmm. we were previously in the golden age of streaming because now we're moving towards what I think is an absolute catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just unfortunate how this is going to work out. Uh, but yes, originally all you needed was Netflix or Hulu or maybe even both if you were feeling frisky. Mm-hmm. Amazon Video was just kind of there because it's not... You don't have Amazon Video because of what they have on Amazon Video. You have it because you want your packages to get to the door fast, and that's exactly. also part of it. Yeah. Okay, That's why you have Amazon Video. Right. But now we're starting to move into, for some reason, it's just, it's just hard to wrap your head around mm-hmm. because you're living in a world where everything that you want as far as TV shows, movies, are at your fingertips. Yeah. And now, all of these individual companies that were contributing to that, like NBC, CBS, Fox, they were all putting their shows on Netflix or putting their shows on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Now they want in on the streaming game. Yeah, and they it's want gonna, their own. And it's going to absolutely ruin the whole damn 
thing. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Well, it's it's too much. What did what did Andy Bernard say in the office? Uh, he said something like, um, "I wish there was a way to know." you were in the good old days before you've actually left them. Yep. And I think that we are in that we are in those shoes right now right. because we have been absolutely privileged and lucky to just have Netflix, Hulu, and those were the only really things we needed. Right. And now everything NBC is saying, "Hey, we want our shows back." Mm-hmm. CBS is saying, "Hey, we want our shows back." So now I think Netflix is going to have to rely heavily on their own original content if there's nothing else to be to put there as far as other network shows yeah um it's just gonna it's gonna be a mess i really i think hulu as far as tv rights and stuff we didn't do a lot of research into that but i think hulu will still be able to hold on to some of those shows because they have access and they have the rights to them but let's go ahead and talk about how the future of streaming looks a little expensive or i would go ahead and say expensive and it also looks pretty gross, okay? So I'm sure a lot of people have seen that tweet as far as how much it would cost if you were wanting pretty much all streaming services that were available, yep. or just maybe most of them, because you were you liked television, you liked movies, you liked filmmaking, you appreciated it. Um, and we took that list, and then we added a couple things because we thought there were some things that they left out. Right. Now, I'm just going to read through some different streaming services, and you tell me if you'd be interested interested in uh, subscribing to their monthly uh, payment, okay? okay? HBO Now. Yep. Netflix. Yes. Hulu. Uh-huh. Showtime. Eh. CBS. Yeah. Okay. Um, Amazon Prime. Yep. Stars. Nah. Movie, movie. There's a lot of movies on there, though. Yeah. You, mean, you, well, you might, you might, if you like movies. Oh, poss- yeah, it's possible. Okay. Disney Plus. Yes. Apple TV Plus. I don't know. The, Not sure. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Peacock, which is yes. NBC, which is NBC. Yeah. And ESPN Plus. Those yeah. are all, I think, fairly. Um, you know, like as far as the average person would want to have access to what is on there because HBO now is going to have HBO programming. Netflix, Hulu is still going to have those things that you're used to. Yeah. Showtime's going to give you access and, and stars. You can maybe put those together or maybe take one out. Uh, but Showtime and stars are going to give you access to those, uh, you know, high quality up, upper end movies that are coming out. Maybe they're on there before they hit DVD or, uh-huh. or another streaming service. And then you've got the network. So you've got CBS and you've got, uh, NBC that they, they have their own things and then Disney Plus which is going to have um, all of the Marvel movies and the new Marvel TV shows those are, those are things that I'm going to be interested in yeah. and I would like to, to like to maybe consume because I think those would be phenomenal I love Marvel stuff yeah. uh, Disney Plus is also going to have the entire Simpsons uh, saga on, on and I, d- I had no idea but yeah Disney Plus owns the right to Fox so now everything Fox is going to be on Disney Plus mm-hmm. or at least most of it then you've got the NBC network that, that they're taking back Office. Mm-hmm. Everybody's upset that the Office is leaving Netflix. Guess where it's going? Mm-hmm. To the Peacock streaming service. Mm. And then you've got ESPN Plus. If you want to watch sports uh, and, and other you know programming that has to do and is affiliated with ESPN, you've got to buy ESPN Plus. Now let's go through and talk about pricing here because it, that's I don't I, I don't know what the list is probably. Uh, Eleven different different programs that yeah. you would want to be interested in buying. Where where does the Real Housewives fall? In now the Desperate Desperate Housewives or the Real Housewives Both. series. Um, those I think will be covered. I, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I know that Hulu has a lot of that kind of stuff, uh, and I know that you're really interested in those. Oh yeah. Um, so we'll try to maybe maybe not right now, but we'll try to figure that out maybe after the episode okay. is wrapped up. We'll yeah. try to figure that yeah, out we can for get you. That. Yeah. But HBO Now, 
$14.99. Netflix, $12.99. These mm. are monthly subscriptions. Hulu, $11.99. That's without ads. Mm-hmm. Showtime, $10.99. CBS, $9.99. Mm. Prime, $8.99. Stars, $8.99. Disney Plus, $6.99. Mickey Mouse has got to fill those pockets. Well, he wants more of your money. And so he's like, hey, fork it over, people. I'm Mickey over, Mouse. People. Yeah, exactly. I need, I need that money. Yes. Bitch. Yes, four ninety nine for Apple TV, uh, the Peacock streaming service, NBC nine ninety nine, ESPN Plus four ninety nine. You're the consumer just has to say shut up and take my money because these are all necessary. Right. If you paid for all of those, it's going to be roughly a hundred and six dollars a month. $106 a month just for those things that you would want to watch. And if you're paying $106 a month for all of that, then you better not be paying for a cable subscription because right. now then you're talking astronomically. I mean, you're talking expensive. $185, $200 a month. Right. Because a high-end cable package is 80, about $85, $90 right. a month. Uh, that's going to give you a lot of stuff to watch. And the whole idea, I think, behind streaming was to replace cable mm-hmm. and replace satellite television. But now it might even be less expensive if if you're interested in all of these different programs or programs like them to just stick with the satellite and and cable subscriptions but the thing is all of these streaming services are taking away from what used to be really easy yeah. you used to just have to go to Netflix and Hulu and everything was there right. now everything is individually separated mm-hmm. and you're going to have to buy different streaming services and be a part of those and switch back and forth and i think that that is why we are definitely not entering the golden age of streaming right. we are leaving it and we have already lived in it and we might have taken it for granted. I think that there are benefits to having the streaming services over the cable. Right. Uh, obviously, it's got its benefits. And it depends on, are you getting what you're paying for? Right. Uh, so, obviously, having just cable, you're going to lose some stuff. Uh, having the streaming mm-hmm. services, you lose some of the stuff that you're going to get from cable. Right. Um, I think that it would be best if they were to combine some of those. I don't think that, like the HBO and the stars, I don't think, and Showtime. I don't, I don't think be. you. I don't think you need all of that. Right. Maybe so, one of each, or, yeah. or or one or the other. Possibly. I think each person could get what they want for about the eighty-five dollars a month. I think the cable so too. Calls. And streaming services, of course, uh, it's, it's saturated the market and created an indecisive society, like we mentioned before. Yeah. But now we have even more decisions to make right. than we did before, and thus that is going to cause a problem. Um, but how about that? We had a great, serious conversation about streaming services. Yeah, we did. Uh, and, you know, of course, there's always some fun involved and some jokes. Uh, but l- like every single episode, we sit here and we talk seriously for 35 minutes. Exactly. And I think this was very informative. Yeah. Um, it's one that you're going to really learn something from. Mm-hmm. And you might even be able to uh, put as a source on a paper, mm-hmm. I think, if, if a college student is listening. Yeah, I think sign you me could, up. You could definitely cite this episode for sure. But DJ, I enjoyed the conversation. I did too. Um, did the is the audience going to? I guess we'll find out. I bet but they will. The streaming services episode, I think, is wrapping up right here. Yep. Uh, any closing statements? I'm gonna go home and get naked and watch Netflix. All right, sounds great. And I'm gonna do that same thing, except here and not with you, because then that would be a whole another thing. Right. No, I don't. Yeah. No, 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 no. Devlin, we'll stop right there. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And you guys, take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts 
and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.